I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Kanka. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to go to hecklacane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. Today's guest on the Imperfect Podcast is John Foley from the Las Cruces Film Office. His career path has had many detours, including being a video production company owner to shooting feature films as well as shorts. One of his films even premiered at the Festival de Cannes and the Brussels Short Film Festival. Cannes Film Festival. He's gotten one of his shorts in the Cannes Film Festival. How cool is that? Crazy town. Crazy town. He's a great guy. We got to hang with him at the American Film Market, which is you know where we met him. And Las Cruces is this great filming location that I feel like a lot of filmmakers have no idea exists mm-hmm. or the huge benefits they get from shooting there. And some people at this table have no idea where Las Cruces is. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> oh, wait, only me. <laughs> no, you got to watch the episode now to, uh, or listen to the episode to see what happened with Sally Boy and his uh, lack of geography. Yeah, I take after my mother. Um, but, Sorry, uh, Rose. <laughs> she'll never watch this. But yeah, John's a cool guy. I, I think, you know, as an indie filmmaker, film commissions, film offices, these are things that you should be aware of and really understand how to work with them. They help you get your crew. They help you with permits. They help you with all sorts of things. And uh, John, he's just a real knowledgeable guy. He's done so much. We even talked about growing uh, Facebook pages, using Facebook groups. Um, so guys, take a listen, see what John has to say. Leave us some comments. John. John. Welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, guys. How about yourselves? <laughs> We're doing good. Uh, we hooked up with you at, that doesn't sound quite right, we met you at AFM, <laughs> the American Film Market, got to spend some That's time with you. Part. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, we, we had many late nights with you, John. <laughs> so, Actually, we did, but we were just hanging out. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, we, we met you out there, and you're here from uh, the Las Cruces uh, Film Commission, which is really interesting. Normally, we're usually talking to people from, you know, Hollywood or New York, and, you know, you're over there in the in the, um, the Midwest. Is it the Midwest? Southern New Mexico. Southern, Southern New, New Mexico. Mexico. We'll, we'll call Southwest. that. Southwest. Yeah, we're about five minutes away from what is. Got it. I'm terrible with geography. I need a yeah. <laughs> That's in Canada, right? We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody buy me a globe for Christmas or something. <laughs> I mean, um, but you had an interesting role at AFM. Can you just explain to everybody? Because I think there's a lot of people that probably don't know, especially indie filmmakers who do everything on a budget. Like, what is a film commission? What is your role? What do you do? So my film commission is a little bit different. We're more of a film office. I'm about to be certified to be a film commission uh, through the AFCI, but that's mm-hmm. that's a little bit down the road. Um, But my job is to market the city of Las Cruces to producers, location scouts, and anyone looking to shoot uh, television, film, commercials, anything video that's going to get people to work, going to get our area seen, um, as well as facilitate what already is going on here in Las Cruces, whether that's permits, helping out with locations, uh, facilitating between departments uh, within the city, uh, whether it's like public works or um, the fire, police, things like that. So if you need to make a movie here in Las Cruces, 
I'm your man to make that happen. <laughs> That's cool. And I mean, the film commissions, and I'm sorry, you said uh, you're actually a film office, but film say, office, so, yeah. So, I mean, we're recognized by the AFCI, but I, I haven't actually uh, become a certified. I haven't become a certified film commissioner just yet. So you're doing the sure. job, but you haven't gotten the certification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it. Hey, uh, fake it before you make it, just like us filmmakers, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the film offices exist all around the country. Right. I mean, pretty much uh, most states have one, I believe. Um, Definitely. And so we're a regional film office. So we have a state film office, the New Mexico film office. Yep. And so what is the benefit then? Like, I mean, in New York and in L.A., you know, it's it's so difficult to film. So we have so many issues. Right. I mean, like you mentioned before, getting permits, just crowds. Right. You want to go shoot in Times Square in New York City. I mean, that's. That's a logistical nightmare unless you have a huge budget. So if you want to shoot in southern New Mexico, what are some of the benefits of coming down there to shoot as opposed to shooting in a big city? So right away, we don't charge for film permits. Um, That's free of charge. And I knock them out within like a day or two. It's pretty fast turnaround. Um, And then also um, just like our hotel rooms, uh, our crew. Uh, So if you have an independent film, uh, and you're going non-union. We have a really good uh, crew base here in Las Cruces. I've got a list of a little over 60 people wow. who are solid uh, non-union, but you know they're they're working their way up. Yeah, and I think that's part of the indie film spirit, is right. I mean, you don't have to shoot in L.A. and you don't have to shoot in New York anymore. <coughs> Bless, excuse me. Sorry, Sal about just that. exploded. I just exploded. <clears throat> And that, you know, filmmaking and like you said, you got a 60 person, 60 people that you could put uh, put on uh, somebody's crew. Um, and that's you know, just the list that I have. I know that there are more out there here in Las Cruces sure. in Doniana County. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and they're all qualified, competent. I mean, you know, whether it's you're talking about uh, camera operators, right? Cinematographers, camera operators, grips, um, electrics, um, PAs, uh, a lot of the below the line crafts. Yep. Yep. So. Um, when people come out to shoot there and you hook them up with all this great stuff, are there any sort of qualifications for a filmmaker? Like what you mentioned union, non-union, are there budget qualifications? Like, can anybody just come out there and shoot? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here to assist anybody. Uh, you know, I help everybody from the, or every, everything from the, like the film schools that we have here up until the, the, up until the bigger uh, budget projects. So, you know, I'm willing to help anybody out. That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> of course. I don't, I don't discriminate based on the budget. <laughs> but there are certain perks or incentives, right? Do you offer oh, rebates, or, rebates and incentives? Now, I think there are some minimums to kind of take those, no? No, sir. Yeah, there's no minimum spend uh, as long as you're willing to do the paperwork and, and filing for it and, and keeping track of all of your, your budget spent. You're good to go. That's it. We're going to Las Cruces. Well, yeah. What the <laughs> hell? What are we waiting for? Let's pack up the van. Um, and but, it's a 25% uh, film rebate. I mean, that's that's an insane yeah. incentive. So, like, literally, though, what like <laughs> you, you do your film, who sends the rebate? Like, how does that technically work? That's through the New Mexico Tax and Rev Department. Gotcha. So you basically, the benefit is you're going to employ people, right? We, of course. Uh, and film- you're going to be spending money. You're going to be buying the lumber. You're going to be paying the locations. You're going to be buying the food, mm-hmm. the gas, the trucks, all kinds of stuff. It, it's bringing industry into the into the area, basically. Oh, yeah. Yep. Definitely. And it's, it is prevalent in northern New Mexico. Uh, in 2016, there was $505 million of spend from film and television production in the state of New Mexico. Wow. What are some of the um, 
shows or movies that have been shot there? Like anything? Uh, so the 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 newest one that's out on Netflix right now is Godless, and that was, I believe, uh, just outside of Santa Fe. Oh wow, cool! When we had talked, yeah. you you had said something that sparked my interest. You have like a prison that's available yeah. to you to shoot in, which I I, I feel like is a, a very hard thing to come by anywhere. Yeah. It is. Actually, I just had a meeting uh, with the fire marshal um, on Wednesday about a few issues with that building. So we're going to get it up to code and get that thing back ready to go. <laughs> well, I think you were also mentioning there might be a time limit on that location. There is. Yes. So it is uh, scheduled for demolition in about a year and a half, two years. Uh, they're going to be building a hotel. And I oh, believe wow. they're going to keep some of the, the old courthouse because it's a courthouse and a jail. Uh, I think they're going to completely get rid of the jail and keep some of the courthouse for historical purposes and, and tours or something like that. But then it's going to be a really nice hotel. Is there but any- so for the next year and a half, two years, this place is available for filmmakers. Um, the the property manager is a really nice guy. It's a, he, I actually just found out it's completely free uh, as long as you know you pick up after yourself and, and treat the property with respect and make sure that uh, if you're going in any rooms that aren't pre-approved by the fire marshal – you obviously get it approved. Make sure you got the exit signs and, and battery powered lights and that stuff. Wow. But it, uh, that's a great, a great resource. I mean, that's a great find. I mean, anybody uh, that would want to shoot in a prison, I mean, that's yeah. hard. You, you, I, we couldn't do that here. No, There's no, nowhere York, in New York. It. There is no. no prison we're going to get into in New York. You can, for, you can for barely no get charge. into a building that doesn't have people in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's always like every building is occupied. Yeah. I'm curious, does the prison have any cool history? What's like the story behind the prison? How long has it been like not uh, operation? I'm the worst person to ask about that. Okay. Yeah, I don't I, I don't need to know the history. I just need to know what's available and how to <laughs> uh, He's like, go to this prison, just don't go in that back room. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I was I, mean, so- I, I do hear that there's there's a there's a ghost that lives there. Uh, I did I've I've heard I've heard weird noises. Um, there's a ghost adventures TV show about it. Oh really? Uh, yeah, so it and it and it um I don't know, there's 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 some really cool like art on the walls from inmates, like really interesting um graffiti and, and things like that. That's cool. Have you like toured the prison yourself, like been there? Oh, and... I've seen almost every square inch of that place. Very cool. That's awesome. Can we see are there like do you have like an Instagram or a Facebook page for the film commission that like posts pictures of the locations and things like that? Definitely. So we have our website that actually has a location database and it has about uh, 300 locations in it at the moment. And mm-hmm. I update it frequently. Cool. I'm actually just about to put a, a batch of uh, really awesome uh, pools that I, <laughs> I did a tour of. I got nice. about three really nice looking upscale pools. Uh, the owners are really awesome. Uh, I, I think only like one of them comes with a fee. The other ones just want to see film production in the area and then actually get to experience it in their backyard, literally. Wow. Let me ask you something. How do you go about uh, acquiring a location? Like walk us through that process of acquiring a location. Oh, I mean, that's 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 any way that I can, whether it's um, so city property. That's just me driving around, finding it, taking pictures of it. Uh, private property. Uh, that's just connections, you know, who you know and who you get to know. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, got a, I've got a really awesome volunteer. Uh, her name is Michelle, and she really helps me out. Uh, she uh, lives in one of the really nicer neighborhoods uh, in Las Cruces, and has just gotten that uh, community real riled up about film. And, and that's, uh, you know, just connections and just get footwork. I think it's so cool that there's somebody like you there doing that, because I feel like here okay. on Long Island, it's just not happening. 
You know what? The, there's plenty of productions going on on Long Island. They're shooting over 90 films here, uh, 90 between 90 films and, and uh, television shows here next year is what's slated. But the problem is there's well, nobody all, in the governmental positions that are helping you out on but, it. Well, no, they're all big budgets. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're all big they're budgets. They're all big budget yeah. stuff, which means for the indie filmmaker like us, like we tried to get locations for our web series here locally. Nobody. would. Uh, we called. We called the local, you know, office and they really they were like yeah no we, we were asking about locations They're like yeah we have a church to be fair and if they've got a house if they've got 90 locations or if they got 90 films that are currently shooting they are incredibly busy <laughs> yeah. you oh, know i'm, I'm sure. a person and i've got you know I don't, I don't think i have a film shooting right now i think there's just a commercial going on um so you know there's there's a difference in in workload and capacity Oh, uh, but I don't know if you've ever been to like their real scout. Uh, most most uh, big cities uh, have uh, what's called uh, their location database through real scout. And you can just go through there. And if you already identify the locations you want out of there, make their job easier instead of having to them go through and be like, all right, well, these locations work for you. You know, you do the legwork and then let them know what they want or mm-hmm. what you want. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm sure you said it's a Long Island, right? Not Rhode yeah, Island. Long Island. Island. Long Island, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in New York. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure Long Island has a Real Scout uh, location database. Yeah, for sure. We'll leave that link in the uh, in the show notes for everybody so they can go check that out themselves as well. Um, and uh, so in, in New Mexico and where, where you are, other than the prison, what other types of locations? I'm sure there's a lot of scenic um, areas and countryside. I, well, of course, I mean, we we have uh, we have uh, one of the biggest national monuments in the the country, the Oregon Mountain Desert National, Oregon Mountain Peaks. I, I don't know. I'm never going to get that right. But <laughs> they have something there you might like. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we have uh, all kinds of different landscapes from the mountains to the the east of Las Cruces to you know just plain desert um, to just just some incredible canyon areas. Um, there's, it's, it's, it's not just a desert. Uh, when people come here who have never been to Las Cruces, they're, they're amazed to find out how green it is. And we have, um, uh, we have miles and miles and miles of, uh, pecan trees, uh, mm-hmm. that are, uh, that kind of, uh, follow, um, parallel to the river. Uh, and we also have a river, uh, the Rio Grande, the Rio Grande, and it flows, uh, only about six months of the year, but you know, six months out of the year, we got a pretty awesome river, uh, <laughs> The other time we got a, uh, a cool place to just just hang out. Gotcha, <laughs> that's cool. Um, and like, so you said you have a commercial shooting there now, but like over the years, I'm sure there's been like, are there any? What's like the most notable film or something like that that's been shot in New Mexico that people would really know? Um, maybe Due Date. Okay. Uh, oh. Due Date. Yeah. Um, so the the car crash was shot here in Las Cruces when yeah. they flipped off of the highway, the yeah. overpass. <laughs> Did you get to see that? <laughs> didn't i was actually living in albuquerque at the time oh okay uh, gotcha. yeah so 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 i've lived in las cruces the majority of my life but for about two years i lived in albuquerque working at an ethical hacking university uh developing videos and stuff for them cool and i think you know you're a filmmaker as well right you oh, yeah. get behind the camera yeah, yeah. you love this stuff this is your life you're not just some city official sitting there like <laughs> you know yeah. uh, what um what led you to get this job though like how how did you come upon this job or you know is it something that it's you... a crazy you know a, a whirlwind of events uh, mm-hmm. I, I was working for a company um for about two years um and then you know I, I just i wasn't really happy there anymore and so i left and then uh literally that day i went to a film Las cruces uh board meeting and they announced that they were looking to hire 
And so I was like, all right, I'm going to put my name in the hat. I put my name in the hat. And what eventually came out of that is um, I became the assistant to the person that got hired. Mm -hmm. And so from February of this year up until August, uh, I was the assistant. And then he left us. Um, and then so in September, the my board decided to uh, elect me as the new film liaison. Well, cool. Congratulations. Wow. That's pretty new. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've been there a couple yeah. months yeah. now, but that's awesome. I mean, I've been here longer than that, but in this current position, yes. In the current position. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my predecessor, uh, Drew Mayer Oaks, I learned a lot from him, and he's a certified film commissioner. He's actually only 45 minutes away now out in El Paso, so um, they'll, they'll actually, um, here in this area, we'll see a little bit more collaboration between the Las Cruces Film Office and the El Paso Film Office. Mm-hmm. Well, your film career, getting you into this, now obviously this is something that's, you can, it's a day job, a nine to five, basically, that you can go, I, I can collect a paycheck. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> but, time. Uh, you know, speaking relatively, you stumped me, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, your your film career outside of this and, and getting into this, what got you into that? What Where did you start with that? Oh, yeah. So, like I said, that's, that's another whirlwind. So, 11 years old, I, uh, I, I went to a middle school that had a media magnet. So, it, it, it was a middle school that you could go to outside of your uh, district as long as you attended the, the media program. And that's what I did. Instantly fell in love with it. Um, from there, high school, joined the broadcast program, uh, was heavily involved with that throughout high school. Um, and then uh, about my junior year of high school, I started taking classes at the community college over at uh, their film school. Uh, graduated high school with a films technician training program certificate from the community college here. Then went on to New Mexico State University where they have another film school here in Las Cruces. Got that. Uh, while I was going to uh, film school, me and my or some of my really good friends uh, had a video production company where we ended up doing videos for like the Small Business Association, the Department of Transportation. Uh, I got to travel all over the United States uh, shooting training videos. And then we'd also do short films and then local commercials and photography. And then from there, I got a really interesting job working at an ethical hacking university um, where I did all of their training videos. And so these are people who... Uh, or this is an organization that trains people like in the CIA, the Department of Defense, the FBI. Wow. And so I got to hang out with some of the best hackers in the world um, and get to learn a little bit about that culture and, and that world. And it was, a, it was a very interesting time for me using a computer. <laughs> <laughs> and phones. I was, I was very just paranoid and knowing just like, oh, so I don't know how to actually hack or anything, but I know the ways that people do it and how mm-hmm. simple it is. And just knowing that and just seeing it happen right in front of you just so quick, they're just like, oh, hey, oh, oh there's a cop outside. I should turn this off because they could see the, the, I don't know, the, the cop ID or on the, <laughs> wow. the hacking <laughs> uh, terminal and stuff. And so it's just it was just really interesting uh, learning about that. And then I kind of got bored. I'm, I'm curious how those videos – I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm curious how <laughs> those videos look because we do some corporate work and things like that. Like. How, like, were they really dry, boring, or were they like, I'm envisioning like CIA training videos where they shot like an action movie? <laughs> like, you know, it's like... so, a lot of blacked so out lines on the had, screen. <laughs> my what? boss there had a really interesting take on doing these. He, he was always, he always pushed me to be creative. And um, so the, the training videos, you know, all training videos are somewhat boring, uh, boring and dry, but some of them I would, I would utilize green screen and then put them and within the computer and then you could see them typing and try to do interesting things. And then we would have like really funny meet the instructor videos where we would take them on like a, a rafting tour or they would show us around or, or have you guys, you guys know Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we did like a Breaking Bad spoof with one of meet the, uh, with one of the instructors because he looked like Brian Cranston a little bit. <laughs> uh, 
and so we just we had a lot of fun with 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 certain like uh, get to know the instructors and there's side videos and we would go to um, UNM the the university that's there and go kind of quiz people on on their their knowledge of technology and how simple it is to to hack and and things like that so it, it was a, it, we had a good time with that and I, I can I can send you guys some links of some stuff that we I did over there yeah that'd be cool, that'd be cool. We'll see. Yeah, I was I was literally envisioning like 007 esque training videos, you know, in my mind. <laughs> no, it's it's more like no, the Captain but... America video on the in the uh, in the movie where he's just like boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't you know it wasn't typical cyber world video stuff. It was more just um, really just trying to get get into the personality of the instructor. So. Um, um, I've always kind of had an interest in like online teaching and learning. My mom has been doing that, uh, since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I really wanted to make the classes as effective as possible. And one of the things that, you know, I felt was true to that was getting to know the instructors, like really getting to know their personality. Cause you're going to have to listen to them for 20 hours. You might as well get a little backstory, understand why they do the things they do and mm -hmm. just, you know, sure. Just, give them some personality rather than just a person talking to you. Maybe you know them a little bit more, more like a teacher, you know, yeah. they yeah. spend yeah. sick or a whole semester with them. You, you kind of get to know the teacher a little bit more, but you can't really do that in an online environment. And that makes a lot of sense. But I, in that, I interrupted your life story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were in the middle of it. So we were at corporate training videos and then I rudely interrupted. <laughs> he does yeah, that. So right after that, uh, I left there. Um, so I created about 150 hours worth of training videos and essentially became just an editor for just hours and hours on end. And it was it was kind of a little bit too much, and I needed to get my creative juices flowing back again. So I left there and uh, um, started doing a lot of real estate photography, um, just just for in the meantime, um, as well as some freelance um, ca uh, camera operating for some TV shows and, and some editing for um, like conferences. And uh, one of the things I did, like right after um, I left the, the Ethical Hacking University, um, I produced or I co-produced a short film uh, with one of my best friends, uh, Keegan Carnes. Um, and that was uh, that that film was uh, a really great learning experience, had a great time on it. Um, it uh, premiered at um, Brussels Shorts Film Festival, uh, Holly Shorts mm -hmm. um, and then a few other ones it, it got into. And a year before that, actually, too, I'm kind of step back. Um, I helped finance a short film, or it was my one of my really good friends' senior theses, um, and then my best friend Keegan uh, produced it. And so I, I put a little bit of financing towards that and helped them get some resources. And that one actually went to Cannes. Oh wow, cool! If you have links to any of those, we'd love to. You know, we'll, if if you can show them, we'll we'll put them in the show notes for people to watch those All films. Right. Definitely, I, I, I think. <laughs> One of them is online. I think Wolf's Law might. I'm not entirely too sure. Okay. But that one we had uh, Brendan Meyer. Uh, he's a he's a really interesting kid, or he's not a kid at all. He's probably I think he's like 24 now. Um, <laughs> but he he's a he's a Disney uh, star. He was in um, uh, Mr. Big, uh, that that television show. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you guys have kids that watch the Disney Channel, I, but uh, I do. But I don't know that one. Mr. Big. Sorry. <laughs> It's all right. Well, uh, but yeah, that was that was cool. And then so after that, uh, the real estate photography, doing that short film, I moved back to Las Cruces um, where I, uh, I linked up with this guy, Lucky Gonzalez, and I, I started working at a, his computer repair store. Um, I didn't know much about repairing computers. I kind of lied to him and told him that I did uh, <laughs> just so I could uh, have some extra work on the side. 
And but but he he took notice real quick that I didn't really know what I was doing, but <laughs> took the time to train me, and um, I really appreciated that. But it uh, through the course of that, uh, we developed uh, a video production company. Well, I developed the video production side of it, and it was it's a whole multimedia, you know, graphic design, web, um, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then also in in conjunction with that, uh, he started a page called NewMexi.co. And when I got there uh, and started taking it over, I think it had about 50,000 likes on Facebook. And then when I left, it had about 130. And so we would also create videos um, that were about New Mexico, like comedy videos that would do really well. They would get, you know, anywhere between like 200,000 to a million views, if not more. And I actually have a time lapse on that page that got up to about 1.5 million views. Wow. Yeah, that was the fa- the Facebook page. You mentioned that to us when we were talking uh, out in um, Santa Monica. Yeah, it's crazy to me. I got I still haven't checked out the page. I need to go check. It's still live, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they still continue it. They, they still create all the content and and it's uh it was that's actually how i got started as a landscape photographer i had done it a little bit on the side but then uh, i kind of just got thrown into it because a lot of the other ways that that page stays alive is through pictures of new mexico so Mm -hmm. i would travel around new mexico taking pictures of sunsets and beautiful places and time lapses um and then uh yeah then i then i got really into time lapses and started using motion control and things like that and cool. and I had a really good time doing that. Traveled all over New Mexico. There's there's not much I haven't seen uh, with that job, and so it was it was it was quite a lot of work uh, managing a video production company, creating the content for that Facebook page, running that Facebook page, as well as a few other Facebook pages. So another part of our company was running people's Facebook pages, and so we could go to them and say, Hey, look at this page that we created. We can manage yours, no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, now so much has changed. I know, but you said you did this recently. I mean, so do you think that the with the changes Facebook has made and how difficult it is now to get organic reach with a Facebook page, do you think that's... You just got to find a niche. Got to find your niche. Yep. And then that was the niche that, that Lucky had found was people wanted to see beautiful sunsets and uh, see comedy videos about New Mexico. And uh, um, there's a lot of um, groups, so you got to take advantage of groups. There are literally groups that, like right now, I could take, I could go take a picture of a sunset that's going on, and upload it, share it to these groups, and I know I'll easily get like 50 shares out of it. And that's just, you know, just from like my personal page. And then there, there's there's so many different tactics of sure. making your post go further without actually paying for it. But even when you do pay it for it, there's there's tricks to not necessarily tricks, but there's ways to make sure that the, every every penny goes as far as it can. I remember one time I I did about thirty five dollars to a boost of a video, um, and it got it like fifty thousand views. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was about point zero 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 three cents per view, and that was that was definitely one of the the best um, anal- or analytics I have for advertising on Facebook. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it, it comes down to the content. I mean, we do a ton of it. I'm, I do a lot of social media and stuff like that. And I've I've more, more recently, it's funny, I've been on Facebook a long time, but I never really took advantage of the groups. And I'm figuring out now, I'm in the Frugal Filmmaker, I'm in the Filmmakers Forum, I'm in the Short Film Sharer now, and we're getting a lot more you know, traction well, you just, that way. You just kind of look at it the way, like how things used to go viral, like when things would go viral, viral in the MySpace age or when people were just on YouTube, the 
way things got viral was through forums, forums like 4chan and mm-hmm. um, what's the other one? Um, Reddit uh, or? Reddit, yeah. I mean, I, I was more of a 4chan guy way, mm-hmm. way back in the day. I don't really do those kind of forums anymore. I like this real specified forums. You know, I've got the one for my pit bull, one for my drone racing <laughs> and things like that. Uh, but so, but in Facebook, I feel like the older community who looks past or not older, but people who didn't use the internet the way that a lot of people did in the beginning, utilizing forums rather than groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. that's, that's their version of it. Yes. Yeah. I, you're right. You're hundred percent right. It makes so much sense. And it, it, it's, it's a big tip for a lot of people. Well, if, even if you're looking to promote your film, um, you know, because there are tons of Facebook groups out there to promote your film on, um, and do it the right way. And, and it's, it costs nothing, but it costs your time. Um, you yeah. know, but it doesn't, doesn't cost you dollars and cents, which we all know how crucial that is to every film production. So, um, any parting words for the folks, uh, filmmakers, uh, about, uh, film Las Cruces and where they should go to get more info and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, visit, visit our website, filmlascruces.com. Find us on Facebook, film Las Cruces. We're on Instagram. Uh, most active on Facebook. That's where I try to funnel all of the information, whether it's casting calls, uh, locations, locations of months, um, just everything uh, mostly gets funneled through our Facebook and then mixture of stuff on our website and Instagram. Um, and we also have a newsletter. I try to do it monthly. I, I missed out on November. <laughs> it was a busy month with AFM. You were hanging out with us. So. <laughs> yeah. He was busy hooking up with us. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Back to that again. <laughs> And we come Uh, full circle. Um, But yeah, so I mean, also a little bit about Film Las Cruces. You mentioned how most places don't have these kind of resources, like this kind of hands-on resources, Mm -hmm. even for the smaller budget productions. Um, So Film Las Cruces is a nonprofit organization that has an MOU with the city of Las Cruces. And the MOU instructs them to uh, operate a film office, hire a film liaison, and the board is a 14-member board. And we have a state senator on the board, uh, Jeff Steinborn. We have um, people from the local university, um, Ross Marks, uh, Amy Lanasa. We have people from the community college, like Lamaya Vaughn and Steve Osborne and uh, and Matt Burns. And so we have just a lot of really um, key people to the film infrastructure in Las Cruces attached to our board, working to make you know making my job better and 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 more and more efficient and. And you know, making things happen. So it's it's not just me looking out for uh, Las Cruces film, and it's 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 fourteen other people as well. As we also have a bunch of local, uh, not a bunch. We've got a, a few guys here in town uh, that do produce their own feature films, and they're just getting better and better each time. Cool, man. That's awesome. I mean, I if you were in driving distance, I have no doubt we'd be there and yeah, you know, in like next year early to go shoot. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe we'll still figure something out. It still might be cheaper. I know. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it might be. A couple yeah. of flights. A couple and... of plane tickets. Use my Sky Miles and head on out. <laughs> awesome. Brings yourselves. I'll, I'll help assemble the rest of the crew. Fair that's, enough. That's awesome, John. It was really great to meet you. Thanks so much for taking the time to uh, share yeah, the nice info. Nice to catch you guys. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to go to hecklecane.com and sign up to become an imperfect podcast insider.